Here we go. We're ringing through now. Hi Andrew, it's David, how are you? Good, well, how are you David? Yeah, very well, thank you. We're live on Instagram and I've got Steve on the, the other video chat on the other side of this as well. So, um, yep, he's all here and ready to say hello. Juicy, how are you? Hey Coach Steve, how's it going? Uh, it's going good, it's going good. So, we're, we're, delighted, uh, we're delighted that we've got you, uh, got you on and... Um, I know we've got plenty of questions from from the players, and uh, you know, especially uh, especially in, in the path that you took from uh, from Murrieta Surf, and uh, you know, I think everybody's excited about that. And um, you know, and you're still first of all, is uh, how are you doing? Because you're still living in New York. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm currently still out here in New York. Um, with all this commotion with the whole coronavirus, it's it's a little scary, you know. But I'm currently at my apartment. Luckily, I have a job that that is able to have me work from home. So, luckily, the time passes by pretty quickly because I'm able to work from home. Uh, just trying to stay safe and clean out here, you know. Trying to make sure this this whole virus thing passes by um, in a matter. Good, good lad. So, what I'd like to do is maybe go through and tell some of them. I mean, I've got some questions for you, which will probably answer your 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 pathway as well. Um, I think the first one, obviously, the first one is is which. Uh, if you can remind people here, and I know some of your mates are probably on as well, which high school did you uh, go to? Yeah, so I attended this high school um, all four years, and I played four years uh, soccer. I also played some American football, but mainly mainly soccer out there. So I, I went to this American high school. Brilliant. And and the club teams that you played for? Yes. So I started off with just regular uh, club soccer when Inter Marietta FC and FC Marietta was there at the time. And then I ended up going to um, Pateadores. I was there on Pateadores um, for about two years in Orange County. I played with their academy team for a year, and then I played with the club team for a year. And then after Pateadores, when Surf Marietta came, to Marietta, and I was able to transfer over and start playing with the surf club my last um, two years of high school, which was my junior year and senior year. And during that time, during all of our club tournaments and all that, that's when I was able to get scouted and recruited and obviously ended up here in New York. Um, David, you can see you can see the kids' questions on there that that we've got. Uh, are there any questions from the players at the minute? Yeah, so um, there's nothing that's come through at the moment that's on our screen, but I've got some questions obviously lined up from who sent them in previously to us. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so kids, anything out there, then put some comments in. If you want to ask Andrew direct questions about what it's like to, to be in college, and we can answer, ask those live back and forth, Andrew, as we go. But the, the biggest thing, Andrew, was kind of like, how, how did everything come about um, from moving from California to New York? And what was part of what made you kind of like jump across to the other side of the country? 
Right. So, I mean, obviously, like I said, it was a, it's a big jump because it is across the country. Um, and like I said, my, I'm very family oriented. Um, I'm the youngest of my of my family. So I have two siblings and for them and for my parents, it was very hard like for me making this decision. But in all honesty, I I was so like, I guess I can say I was so like complacent, I guess, with living in Marietta and kind of seeing the day-to-day thing and kind of being in the same routine. I really wanted to try something new. Um, I knew that I could always come back home to California because that will always be my home. My parents live there. My family's all back there. So I knew that if I made a decision to leave, I could always come back if it never worked out out here, right? So for me, it was it was just kind of like a leap of faith of something where I saw an opportunity. I saw New York. I went to go visit the campus, and I enjoyed it. I, I really liked what I saw. Um, it, it was honestly a very tough adjustment at first, as, as it is for anything that you start brand new from scratch. So for me, once the coach contacted me after one of our Vegas tournaments, I believe, right, Coach Stevie? Yeah, yeah. It was one of our, our Vegas like showcases that we had. Yeah. Um, the coach from New York ended up... Um, getting my information and reaching out to me um, kind of that week and I was able to talk to my parents about it and they're like yeah like definitely think about it um, you should go and take a, a, a recruitment trip so I did all that and once I came back to California I, I truly felt that, that that would be the best move for me as a player and as a person to grow as an individual um, I felt like that was the best move for me um, so once I made that jump, it was it was a tough adjustment, but luckily I was able to meet other players that were coming also from California, from other states that were able to to come together and and have similar interests. So it didn't feel like I was away from home. It, it felt like I was still back home with all these players introducing me as as another brother, as another teammate. Yeah, that's great, Andrew. I mean, you picked up on something there with you knew kind of like if you went to New York, you do, you could always come back home. And I think kind of like having having that, not not a fallback necessarily, but knowing that you've got somewhere to come back to, that the door's not closed, I, I go, exactly. was probably part of that decision making. Yes, yes. And like I said, that, that, that thing is like the, the main piece because a lot of people, um, a lot of players, especially during the time of like their senior year or junior year, they're really trying to commit somewhere and trying to go somewhere to play. And a lot of people want to stay local and go to like a Cal state or like a UC. And don't get me wrong. Those, those schools and universities are great to go to. Um, but there is also so much out there in the world that, that you can make different connections. And Hey, for myself, I, I did not go professional. Um, I wish I could have like any other player would, but I, I unfortunately was not able to make it to that professional level. So I was able to get this different experience and say, hey, like I, I met these different connections. I met these different people from the East Coast, which is just helping me build my resume and helping me get, get that connection I need to kind of start my career and start my life. Yeah. And Juicy, you you, you had uh, you had offers. You also had offers from here as well in California, didn't you? Yeah, I did. So I had offers to go to Cal State Fullerton, um, Cal State San Bernardino, um, Cal State LA, and then it was a uh, UC Riverside. 
But, and they're, um, they're, like and they're said, good. They're good. Pro- they're, of, they're good programs as well. They they were really good right. programs. Yes, yes, they are good programs, and like I said, um, they're all close to home as well. But I felt like my decision was the best decision for myself. Um, taking that risk, taking the opportunity to go to another state and just seeing how it works and living on my own, it, it kind of made me grow as, as a person overall. Yeah. So, so I've got a sorry david I've, I've got a question from from one of the one of the players what was once you once you had moved what was the hardest thing that you encountered when you moved when you first moved when you first went there where did where did you live um and how did that come about what was the hardest thing yeah so for me i think the hardest thing was living with other people so i lived on campus all four years so i lived in a dorm room um but for me i think the hardest was obviously being away from my family but also living with other people um in a small dorm room i think just making sure that you're able to get to know that person or the people that you're living with um, was a little bit difficult because obviously they have different views on things and and sharing different different pieces of the room. It was, it was a little difficult to get adjusted to, but I think from the first year, I think that was the hardest because obviously my family wasn't around that I could go and like escape my room. But I think what helped that process was staying close with my teammates and and, meet, and meeting new other people on campus and at the school because once you did that then you really didn't have to focus on like oh my family and oh living on campus it was it was just like another day when you you felt back at home so that was kind of like my hardest adjustment was living on campus and and being away from family yeah, that's great. And I mean, we've got a question from Katie here who said uh, she just wanted to know, how did you know that you chose the right school? So from all the offers you got, how did you know that that one felt right for you? So in all honesty, I don't I don't think it felt right. I think when, once I went to, to check out the school and I was able to play with the team and kind of see how, how they all interacted, I think that's where I, I truly felt like I, I belonged to that school. Um, for me, it was playing with the players, getting to interact with them. Because I, So I went to New York and I stayed for a full weekend and I, I stayed on campus. So I, I had a few days to interact with like the, the full team and the players and the coaches and just see how a day-to-day would be on a college campus. And it, it felt great just knowing that I wasn't alone, the only out-of-state player, um, that other people were doing the same move. And I like once I experienced that, it felt like the right choice to make. Yeah, I think I think that's great. And what you touched on upon was kind of obviously you lived in the dorm for through the duration, but obviously you had new people going there. And I think what sometimes the players forget that are looking at maybe out of state schools is that they're going there maybe on their own and they view it as they're away from their family. It's just going to be just them, but they've already got kind of a predetermined group that they're going to fall into straight away because they're going there for soccer, and there might be maybe four to ten new recruits in that one year that they're coming in with new people that it's new for them in the first year, but also a full group of people that they can bond with straight away. 
So I mean, how did, right. how did you find that whole whole process of coming into like a new group and how quickly things gelled for you? Right. So I mean, everyone has to has to have that mentality where you you were recruited for a reason, right? Um, you're not going to a school where you're not you're not wanted, right? So I think. People, when they get recruited or players, when they get recruited, they always have to have that mentality where it's like, I got recruited for a reason and I'm here for a reason. So I think for me, I always had that mentality of like being hungry and just like having that motivation and that competitiveness. Um, so once I got onto onto campus, onto my freshman year, obviously as a freshman, you have upperclassmen like breathing down your necks, making sure that they're all over you, whatever, you kind of get like at the bottom of the barrel, right? But you really have to try to prove yourself and work just as hard. And I think that's what I saw and how I've been living my post-graduation career um, is just always working towards that. So I feel like for me, once I got there, that whole family bond quickly came to be and i i wasn't I, I didn't feel like an outcast i was working with my brothers just as hard to try to show everyone the level that i was at and what i could bring to the table how, how did you how did you find the level drew how did you find the level compared with because southern california is, is is you know arguably arguably i'm saying it probably is it's it's i, I agree, it's I, agree. So I would say that southern california soccer is much more competitive and much more of a high level than the East Coast. Yeah. Um, when I came in, I was definitely one of the top players and one of the top recruits um, coming into school. Um, and we also had other players from California, where, which were our top players. So I think for us, like all the all the recruits that came from a Southern California state, was were like the top players that really helped bond and make um, and make grow the, of the team. Yeah, and I, and I think I think that's interesting for everybody for everybody to to recognise. We had we had a college coach on the other week, a head college coach from a Division One college, and you know one of the things on on speaking to Kobe was, you know they they don't really look or go flat out to try and get Southern California kids because they've got this reputation of, of not moving or not leaving Southern California, obviously because of the, the, the place that we live in, the climate and everything else. But these guys, all, all these guys, these college coaches, they would, they would love to have Southern California kids, especially good players, um, right. for their programs because it elevates their programs. Hundred percent. I agree. I, I could, I could definitely agree to that because when I did come, um, there was the the competitiveness from all players went there. Like obviously, we had our main starters and our main group that that we saw were the top players. But when I got there, I could tell the, the different level of competitiveness that you see from the East Coast to the to the uh, to Southern California. And I feel like um, that was kind of like a main difference too, where you try to help those that are below you um, to build up their skill level to just be as competitive. That, that, that's great, Andrew. And, and obviously, looking at how the the dynamics change. I mean, where obviously from where you were based in New York, where did the kids come from that made up your your team over the four years? Yeah, so a lot of them were from Southern, uh, Southern California. Um, 
closer to like Los Angeles County and San Diego County. Um, those were pretty much like our main, main players. Then we have other players from the East Coast, but not from New York. So it was like from Pennsylvania or from Virginia that would, um, come and be recruited. And they also played and a lot, a lot of those recruits were, were also good. But I'm not going to say that they compared to a lot of our Southern California players that, that were recruited and made that jump. And I think that's the main reason why we, we come in as those top recruiters is because we come in with a purpose to help the program and obviously build up um, that team bond. Yeah, that's great. And looking at um, kind of like how did it change you? So obviously you were used to trying to training a fair few times a week with tournaments in Southern California and league play and everything else that you joined in. How did that kind of change on a week-to-week basis? So once you leave club soccer and go into college, how does that whole training program change for you? So for me, it was definitely... um, So the coach really enjoyed like the the southern california like way of soccer i guess you can say so for us our coach really was strict in in discipline where we went to summer camp like a week and a half before school started and we obviously worked through hell week so we did two to three a days um and worked um in the mornings evenings and and night times where we would play and had our routine schedule of workouts um but it was something where you had to adapt as well because when you move to the east coast obviously the climate and the weather change is very effective the humidity is very high too so that was kind of like an adjustment that i had to make as a player um playing in this weather yeah did you find it easier with your fit i know obviously the humidity has a huge effect did you find it easier or harder um in terms of the heat that you have here compared to the cold and more humid side yeah, I think for me personally, I, I I would rather play in Southern California weather, but I think it made it more of like a competitive aspect and like more of a motivation to to get better, to be able to play to that same level in whatever weather and whatever condition you're at here on the East Coast. So I think for me, like it 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 made me grow as a player become more stronger because we would go to different tournaments and we would go to like um like canada area um boston and virginia and we would make all these trips to those different tournaments and during that time it was either raining cold whatever the case would be humid and it was something where i had it just as a player and it just made me stronger yeah, that, that's wonderful. And I mean, looking at kind of like how that all fitted in with your studies. So, I mean, a lot of the kids always ask, well, we have to do all these traveling to different games. We've got to train so many times a day. How did the whole kind of each semester, how, did it change for you between the years of how you balanced your studies and your training and traveling? How, how did it kind of change for you? Yeah, so a lot of the times when, when you get recruited, the coaches usually try to mentor you and help help guide you with which classes you should be taking and they obviously put you with a counselor to kind of make sure it fits with your soccer schedule but a lot of the time we had different different um players that had different majors right so they had there's like chemistry majors and bio majors i was myself a business marketing major um so i'm i currently went to school for business marketing and currently working in a marketing job but 
essentially the studies were always there. So like if you had to finish something and you had to get it done, that would be, if it had to be on the bus, on the road, like you would take your books, you would take what you had to do and you would do it on the road. You know, you would have to make those sacrifices for the love of the game. And I think a lot of the time, I know for me, for myself personally, I didn't have as much, I was able to spread it out because I, I had like tutoring time that I was able to do my work. Um, but for other players in like a chemistry or in like a nursing program where the the workload is a little bit more heavier, um, they would take those books and the, um, any homework or whatever that they had to do on the road and would finish it there on their laptop, whatever the case may be. Yeah, that, that's a great point because I know so many players have asked me about that concern about the certain jobs that they want to go into in the future, like whether it's kind of down the science road and into doctors and nursing or maybe lawyers, right. that they're, right. they're concerns that the, the balance between everything and trying to choose the, the right college and university for them and trying to find that balance. So it's, it's really good to hear that you talk about it is those sacrifices. I mean, were right. there any occasions where players had to miss games or miss practices and make things up on their own that they had to, as they got into the third and fourth year, did they have to juggle much and sacrifice soccer a little bit to make sure their studies were right? Right, yeah, so I know for, for a lot of players that did have to happen and I think overall it's just making sure you have that communication up front with your coaches. So obviously the coaches are, are there to make the soccer program better, right? And they're there for you, but if you let them know ahead of time where, hey, this is my schedule, this is what it's looking like, I might not be able to make this practice because I have a lab or I have to make this certain lecture, um, they're very understanding. Um, I think the communication is key. And if you don't communicate that, then that's just on you personally um, to, to not let your coach. But a lot of coaches are very understanding. Um, and honestly, if if you're to that level where it's a D1 program and you're trying to go professionally, then there's going to be a lot of co- and it made certain exceptions for you and, and you're working closely with them, right? But other players, is like D2, D3, where they're, they're there to play and compete, but their main goal is to graduate and finish college. So a lot of it, the coaches understand that aspect to it. You just have to be very communicative as towards what what um, practice you're going to be missing or what, how your schedule is looking so they can obviously work their way around it. Yeah. For, for, somebody, for somebody who's gone through this process, Drew, what, um, what advice would you give to all those younger players coming up through Murrieta Surf now? What advice would you give to them that have aspirations to play at college level? Yeah, I mean, I would say just stick to stick to doing more than you can. So, like for me, I feel like the one major advice I would give is always try to play to your best of your ability, um, working hard, and just trying to follow like that that leadership role. If everyone tries to be a leader, you're going to have a, a that leading leading team. Um, but as a young player, I know for myself is just making sure that you're you're, put, you're making the effort to put in your time right now because once it's over, you're truly, truly going to miss it. And I feel like that's that's how I am where I, I miss it, but I don't miss it as much because I felt like I truly 
gave it my all all four years of college and when I played. So I truly missed playing soccer, but I'm happy of how I ended. So my own advice would be to keep pushing to the best of your ability, keep that competitive aspect, keep working hard, because once it's over, you don't get that time back. Good. Good. Yeah. That, that's great. And I know, obviously, like there's there's a lot of things we've hit on in terms of people making the right choices for them. And you said that you made the right the right choice for you. And I know, in the whole college process, you have to look at the the financial side of it. So this is parents as well. There's a financial side, whether that's scholarship money and how everything comes together. There's choosing the right college for your actual studies itself, and then obviously choosing the the team and and the coach. And you've talked about things that where the coach has to be flexible with you and you've got to have that understanding but then making sure that you've kind of got all these little um little nutshells all working together in one so i mean from from your experiences and maybe probably not from your own because it seems to have worked out perfect for you but is there any um kind of like situations where you've seen with other players that didn't quite work for them um or may have worked well and the reasons kind of why it didn't quite fulfill for them yeah, so I actually, um, Coach Coach Stevie actually knows a player. He's one of my best friends. His name is Yayo. Um, his name was by Yayo. But I ended up, so he ended up committing to San Bernardino um, his senior year of high school. So he went to Cal State San Bernardino his freshman year. Um, he truly didn't like the coach, um, and they weren't playing him as much. He wasn't getting any much playing time. And it, it really brought him down. And he's a great, he's a phenomenal player, great player. So I told him, I was like, hey, why don't you come out to New York? This coach is very open. He, like, he loves recruiting players from California. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him. So long story short, we were able to get him out to New York. Um, he only was able to play with us for two years because of financial aid issues and certain things, family problems that he wasn't able to stay out in New York to play, to finish up his all four years of college. So he actually had to end up moving back home to California, back to San Bernardino. Um, he was able to play two seasons in New York, but he was not able to graduate out here. So he had to move back to California and pretty much start that college process again. But but he was already kind of like halfway. So it was tough for him, but at the end of the day, he still was able to go back, get his studies in, um, and pretty much graduate. But he ended up moving to New York, and it truly didn't work out for him. But one thing, anytime I ask him, like, what's the best thing that's ever happened to you, it's, it's truly been moving out to New York and having those two years under his belt as an experience. Because it was something that, that he never experienced before, right? And it was something that he was truly happy and, and proud of the opportunity that he got. Obviously, he wasn't able to stay out here and land on a job and graduate. But he did get the opportunity to see how the other side of the world works and making those different connections that helped him when he moved back to California. So, so just leading on from that, Drew, what what are, what are you doing now? What do you do now? Yeah, so um, like I said, I graduated um, with a BS in business marketing. So 
I am currently working at an advertising agency called Starcom, and I work for Samsung. So I do all of Samsung advertising on social media. So anytime you see um, any Samsung phone product, um, like any ad that you see on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, um, any social media platform, I'm the person that's pretty much targeting you and putting that on the on the web. Would uh, would you say that moving to New York opened that opportunity for you? Yes, a hundred percent. I think that the reason why I got this opportunity was because of the connections that I made in New York. Um, the college was truly able to help me with our internship programs that you have to do as a business major. Um, one of the classes that you need to graduate is an internship. So once I landed on that internship, I, I found my way to this company and I was able to get that hands-on experience and make those connections to where I had a job after college. Brilliant. So, so you, you're somebody that can turn around and say, having that move just changed the total pathway of your life, really. Yeah, it completely changed my life. Like, I, for me, if I, if you guys would have asked me, like, hit, like, four or five years ago, like, where, where would you be at right now? I, I could not say New York, but I'm glad to say now that it is because it's really changed the person that I am today as a man i feel like i've been living on my own for about five years now because of school myself moving out at in 2014 and now being pretty much six years of me living out here in new york yeah i lived in a dorm room and now i've been on my own for two years i live currently with a roommate in an apartment uh in new york but overall i think that this experience really changed who I am. It made me grow as an individual, and I'm truly happy that I, I made the decision to go play soccer out of state and make this different connection because I knew that if it didn't work out, I could always come back to California and figure it out. But like I said, if you really push through the adversity, if you're willing to make a change, um, going out of state to play soccer is truly something that I would advise anyone to do. That's, that's wonderful. Thank you, Andrew. And I mean, you, you look at it now and we're, we're trying to help our players here now with the girls and the boys side just to open their horizons a little bit more and see what else is out there because there's so many fantastic opportunities and it might be in the Midwest or on the East Coast or in the Southwest and you, you just don't know where those opportunities are going to lie um, until you actually go out and venture out and explore a little bit. And there's no harm in exploring. And like you say, you've talked about your journey of how you got there and how you went it up and where you are now that it, it really is something that you never know what life's going to hold for you and all the good things all the bad things that sometimes you need to take that little bit of leap of faith 
but also an educated leap of faith like you were talking about of how you how you eventually got to New York. So it's been a, it's been absolutely wonderful to to have you on and listen to your experiences and try and hopefully help our players and educate them from from our experiences. I've lived elsewhere all over the world and travelled with football in Europe and gone to see different places and it's changed my perspective on the world and how people and cultures and everything else and that, that can only be a positive things so just thank you ever so much for coming on and i know steve's really appreciative as well thanks drew yes yeah of course it was uh, it was great to talk and i truly appreciate um you guys having me on this on that spot today hopefully we hopefully we'll see you back here sometime yes yes definitely uh my end goal is to move back to california but as of right now i'm still sticking to to my path <laughs> okay Okay, well, hey, well, hopefully you, you're successful in in whatever you you, you finish up doing, and uh, we couldn't be more prouder of you here at Murrieta Surf. We we appreciate what you've done, and uh, we appreciate the feedback that you're giving the kids. And hopefully, I mean, the biggest thing is is hopefully that'll inspire um, players here to do the same. And, um, you know, get out there and, and there is a whole new world out there and it, it can open open to many adventures, many new friendships. And the biggest thing is, is many new opportunities. And, uh, right. you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully you can inspire some of our players to do that. Yes, I hope so. Thanks again for having me. All right. Me. Yeah. Truly appreciate it. That's stay great. safe. Stay safe. Yes, you too. Thank All you, right. Andrew, and stay safe in New York, and uh, hopefully we touch base soon. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.